0: It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Governor
1: Sununu, welcome back. Hey, Brian, how are we doing, buddy? Good. What do you think the Secretary of State's going to say to Benjamin Netanyahu? Why do you think he's rushing over to Israel?
0: Yeah, you know, I I get the sense that it is to try to put the brakes on on some of the aggression, um, uh, so, so to say. But that's not going to happen. I'm not even saying it it, it really should happen. I mean, Israel was, was was absolutely attacked. This is a this isn't a dispute over territory or anything like that. This is a group. These Hamas killers want to literally wipe out every Jew on the planet. I mean, that's their goal. They want the second Holocaust. So to go in and then tell just the leader of the Jew of the Israeli state back off a little bit that's that's not going to go very well and unfortunately we haven't shown strength across the the world in a in a systematic way we we don't always back up our friends with this Biden administration so it, it comes from a I think the argument would be coming from a place of weakness in itself so I, I just don't think that is going to pay attention to so much that we have to say
1: so uh are you surprised uh of Columbia University Cornell Well, we're seeing it at NYU. We're seeing it at the, uh, all the schools at the California state schools, this uh, sympathy towards Hamas to the Palestinians and condemnation of Israelis. Has this surprised Governor Sununu?
0: It it, it should surprise everybody, right? Because again, this isn't some sort of territorial dispute and even keeled match here. This is, these are killers that came in and and we saw the brutality that they were willing to inflict, um, you know, on October 7th. So Uh, I was asked to speak at Harvard about a week ago. I told them to go, screw. I said, no, we're not doing this because they're they're kind of capitulation to these student groups who are on the side of of absolute uh, murderous killers. And and that's what it is. And now I'm a parent. I got a couple of kids, you know, that age and that kind of college age. I don't just put it on the students. We're the parents talking. their to their to their children that are part of these groups that are part of these these demonstrations these young adults are so it isn't republican democrat here guys it isn't progressive conservative they are just so off base in terms of what they think they're protesting about i don't even think they know and understand the issues at bear here they're just kind of going with whatever the progressives tell them to do they're going with that ultra progressive wing and it's dangerous it isn't just a you know we have a disagreement a philosophy here this is dangerous thinking where it is okay to now support a group of terrorists that are going to brutally murder um, you know not just innocent civilians but our allies our our compatriots people that have, have you know fought for the freedom of their own homeland and that's okay now this is nothing that I think anybody saw coming but and it's not just Harvard it's not just Yale it's in real it's really all across I mean we see it a lot in the colleges but it's
2: everywhere
1: um, by the way, we just have to tell you that the Rafah Gate is open for injured uh, Palestinians and for foreigners to get out. So that's beginning to open up a little bit. They should pressure Egypt to open up the gate for uh, for civilians and get the kids out of there because Hamas needs to be destroyed. But, Governor, normally I ask you about the Republican race, and I will, but first Democrats. Dean Phillips is in, and he wants to be uh, in the New Hampshire primary. Uh, Joe Biden doesn't. And because he wants to be there, he is— uh, causing all types of unrest on the left. What is the situation? Are you guys, for the Democrats, the first primary?
0: Oh, we're the first primary. There's no doubt about it. Um, you know, Joe Biden tried to tried to move the, the primary out of New Hampshire to South Carolina. It didn't work. Uh, the Iowa Democrats thought about trying to take it and put a primary in Iowa. That didn't work. We're first. We're going first. That's all there is. Joe Biden won't be on the ballot. Um, but he, here's a news flash for Joe Biden nobody cares. Like nobody really cares that Joe Biden's not on the ballot here. There's not some giant clamoring wing of the Democrat Party. I wish I could vote for Biden in the New Hampshire primary. Where well, they're moving on, they've given up on him. They're moving on. I think Dean Phillips has a huge opportunity here to just crack the Democrat Party wide open. Now. That's going to happen, whether it happens with Dean Phillips in New Hampshire, whether it happens at the convention or somewhere in between. I've always been a believer that Biden likely isn't on that ballot come November of 24. So one way or another, it's going to happen. But this is the first serious crack in the egg. Biden, whether he realizes, you know, what a gaffe he's made or not, I don't I mean, there's a lot more important things he should be realizing, which he clearly doesn't. So um, I don't know how in tune he is to the situation. But there's a huge problem in the Democrat Party, and, and that fracturing is starting right here in New Hampshire. And to Dean Phillips, he's going he's gonna to work it the right way. He's already got support from, from some of our legislators. He's got support from individuals who used to support Biden. He's going to go town to town and diner to diner. He's got three about three months here to really uh, make a, a name for himself, and that's more than enough time considering Biden isn't even on the ballot.
1: Well, now all of a sudden you guys are getting ripped because there's too many white people in your state, and that's not emblematic of the diverse Democratic Party, you have heard that. And now Phillips says that's the problem with the Democratic Party. They're too divisive. Just go win New Hampshire. And now Clyburn's coming back at him. And then he comes back and says he's disappointed in James Clyburn. He should know better. And now more people are coming back at Phillips. Unwind this for me. Yeah,
0: so look, look. The the idea that they were going to move the Democrat 1st the nation primary to South Carolina because it was, had more... Um, a representation of people of color. But you forget one key point. They don't vote. And, and they basically have the party bosses tell everyone how to vote. They have, a, they have one of the lowest voter turnouts in the entire country. What's the point of having great representation uh, if you're not allowing them to, to vote? If you, it, 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 And there's still even a question, by the way, whether they hold the Democrat primary in South Carolina. They may just give it to Biden. They did that for Trump in 2020 they may not even hold a a primary there so it's they've really screwed this thing up they've caused a big mess uh new hampshire we haven't changed a thing we're still going first this is where the arguments are going to be laid down with the individuals and the citizens uh and the media is here the attention is here and that's why dean phillips has a real shot and opportunity you have these party bosses these elitists like claiborne who just think that well if i you have my people that have my endorsement you know that's all that matters no It's the citizens that matter. It's the the actual voters that matter, not these elitists in the Democrat Party. And and this is just a huge opportunity for the Democrat Party to kind of get back to basics, do it the right way. And God bless Dean Phillips. He's leading the charge.
2: Hey, folks, it's your man, Keyshawn Johnson, here to talk about Angie, formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services, marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you. From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services.
1: Yeah, it turns out that Representative Benny Thompson, he of January 6th uh, fame, says that Phillips' decision... To go to New Hampshire is disrespectful to voters of color. What? I, what, what, is
0: that, how, what, what does that mean? Like, I, I, I don't even have a response to that, Brian. I, I, I'm not even sure what that means. That sounds like people just, you know, yelling fire in a crowded theater. It really does. I'm just going to say something to scare everybody and put a, a negative light on Dean Phillips' campaign. Even though, look, he's a super nice guy. He's a very accomplished individual. Don't agree with him politically on pretty much anything. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you that. But he's going to run the race the way it should be run. Person to person, asking for their vote, earning the vote, not just earning uh, the approval of a couple elites that uh, that'll hand it to you, you know, when you really haven't earned it on the ground. I mean, you remember Biden? He, he didn't engage in the press. He, he campaigned from his basement. He got his clock cleaned in New Hampshire. Back in, in 2020, and it, that's what it needed. Um, for, he was lucky enough to have a party structure that didn't really listen to voters, only listened to elitists, and that's how that's how we ultimately get the nomination. Hopefully, Democrats can smarten up and realize that they can't keep going down that path, or that or they get you know out of touch millionaire old white guys that have no connection to the party base of of, of the progressives. So there's a huge opportunity on the Democrat side to kind of get back to basics. On the Republican side, we're still doing our thing, right? We're having an open primary. There's still a lot a lot of votes out there to be to be moved. Um, a lot of voters won't decide who they're voting for until you know, maybe December or even January. So there's still a lot of room for all the all right. candidates to, to make a move
1: here on Trump. On a real clear average in New Hampshire, Trump's got 46.3, Haley 14.8, DeSantis 10.5, and Christie, eight point five. Is that what you're hearing on the ground?
0: That's about right. Yeah, that's about right. Um, and and I wouldn't have, wouldn't expect it to move. I won't expect those numbers to move until after Thanksgiving. Uh, it depends on what happens in the third. I mean, remember the third debate is going to be interesting, right? Because there's going to be about half as many people on the stage. They're going to have about twice as much airtime. It's going to be a little chippier, maybe than than we've seen before. Um, and they they got to they can't just keep repeating the same thing, right? So they've got to come with something new and exciting and a little bit inspirational. So I think the third debate is going to be pretty pivotal. I wouldn't see those poll numbers move until slightly after Thanksgiving. That's typically when New Hampshire voters start getting down to business, talking to family members, and, and they start saying, okay, who, where are we going to go here? And I think if someone can get some momentum, probably Haley or DeSantis, if one of those, those two can, can get a lot of momentum and really surge here, then you can start seeing a race where people start consolidating behind one of them and, uh, and moving forward.
1: So you think on the stage, I know uh, Tim Scott's having trouble qualifying for the next debate, and Governor Bergram, too, you like him. I know you guys are friends. Governor Bergram, too, is having trouble qualifying. Do you think it's going to be four?
0: I think it could be four. Yeah, four, maybe five. Yep, I think so. And, and for all those folks, you know, three months ago, it said, well, the field won't narrow itself down. It just is, right? The, the RNC is actually doing, I think, a pretty good job. You know, making sure that we have a, 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 a strong discussion on issues and not just getting 15 people their their five minutes of fame on a stage. They're making it tougher to enter those debates. I have no problem with that. And, and as you said, these are all great candidates. I mean, they're all great. Some will qualify, some won't. Some are hitting, you know, their marks, some aren't. Um, but they're all great. But ultimately, it really does have to be narrowed down. And so if you get to four or five, you know, viable candidates by Iowa and New Hampshire, you start narrowing this down to one-on-one with Trump and, and somebody else before the first before you know Super Tuesday. Now you got a real race. You really do. Now it's a 50-50 up for grabs, and anyone with political momentum can steal this
1: thing. Right. And so far, have you uh, changed your mind at all that Trump can't win?
0: Uh, on, in November, no. I mean, Biden's making it easier, but I don't think Biden's on the ticket. If I if, if I was sure Biden was on the ticket, I'd say yeah, maybe Trump could actually beat that guy. It ain't going to be him, Brian. It's not. They're going to give this to somebody else, and the new fresh face, if you will, uh, on a presidential ticket is going to get all the excitement in the world. You could have a horrible governor like Gavin Newsom, as bad as that guy is at his job, and there's not many that has ever ever been worse, maybe Cuomo.
1: He's terrible. Uh,
0: But but he'll be a a new face that hasn't been attacked, and they'll be able to brush off some of the very clear arguments against him, but it'll still be hard when he's going against someone like Trump. He'll galvanize a lot of the independents on his side. And that's just a reality Republicans have to face. It does Do you know what the issue of this campaign is? It's not abortion, it's not the economy, it's not jobs. It's winning. Winning is the issue for Republicans in 2024. So let's find any of these other candidates that we know can cross the line with a victory in November.
1: Because it's so dramatic. This country will look dramatically different if Republicans don't win. And please try to tell oh, me okay. how the policies of the previous four years weren't better than these. Please, I don't know if anyone can make that argument. Lastly, you know the electoral process beyond New Hampshire. When is too late? When is too late to change the horse in the race?
0: I think Super Tuesday. I think if, if Super March. Tuesday can be a 50-50. yeah, I think if that, that can be a fifty-fifty gambit between Trump and somebody else, we have a shot. If Trump just runs the table on Super Tuesday, that's it. It's toast. I mean, no, it's, no, no. It's, no I'm it's, talking it's about Republicans.
1: When when oh. the Democrats have to make a decision on oh, whether Biden's going to be out?
0: No. See, I think Biden himself, Jill Biden and Biden himself could make that decision going into the convention. Yeah. See, they they may give it up. They may actually give it up, but they'll give it up to who they want. They'll be kingmakers, if you will. Right. They'll say we're going to tell all of our delegates that we've earned in the primary process to go here and here. And therefore, not only are they not in office anymore, they've gone out. People thank them. And they get to be kingmakers for the next generation of Democrats. That's a that's a very enticing to, to, probability.
1: Governor, it's a it's a scenario, but not one that's ever been done. And it would mean you'd have to bypass Harris, who's awful. Sixty minutes feature proved that again. So awesome. they're trying to make her look good. So I've never heard that scenario where you go and give well, your gonna, delegates to somebody else.
0: Yeah. Well look, I've never heard of a scenario where the you know, someone like that that is running against eight other contenders in the Republican primary doesn't get on the debate stage. I've never heard a scenario where you have a, 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 a literally a senile president who can't keep his words together yet still may become president again, or a scenario where the leading Republican candidate might end up in jail. I mean, th- this is a year of <laughs> never-been-done <laughs> scenarios, so let's put it all on the table and have fun watching the show. And by the way, if you want to come to the circus, i got a front-row seat. Anyone come on up to New Hampshire— We'll bring you around. I bring everybody around. This is the place to be, Brian. It's wild.
1: When is the date?
0: Of the, You know, I'm not, gonna... uh, not announced. I, <laughs> likely January 23rd, but that is not the date. I, I don't announce that. The Secretary of State will okay. make a, a formal announcement soon. But late late January is likely.
1: He is uh, Governor uh, Chris Sununu. Governor, thanks so much.
0: All right. Thanks, brother. Be All good. Right.